want to welcome you to Daily Drive Time Devotions. This is day five of our look through John chapter 21, and also a look today back at this gospel of John that has been life transforming because it's God's word. John 21 verses 18 to 24 says this, Jesus did many other things as well. If every one of them were written down, I suppose that even the whole world would not have enough room for the books that would be written. Uh, you read that, and you realize all the things that Jesus did that we've never read about. One of the things about that is, is I'm excited to get to heaven and hear about those things, experience all those truths of what he did in people's lives. But the other question is, well, why, why weren't they all written down? Because the reason the ones that were written down were written down is God had a purpose for our lives. They were written down for your benefit, for the benefit of your commitment to Jesus Christ, getting to know him, and then your growth in Jesus Christ, growing in your relationship with him. As we come to the end of this incredible book, the Gospel of John, I want to just take some moments today to review together this chapter and what happened. You might remember at the beginning of this look together through this gospel, way back in our first week, we went through a, a brief outline of what was in this book. Let me go back to that outline and, and, and walk through it just real briefly. And in doing that, let you in your mind sort of skim back to the Gospel of John, asking the Lord to remind you of some of the lessons that you've learned. I might suggest a few as we walk through this, but I have a feeling that the Holy Spirit's going to bring to mind some lessons in your, your mind also. Some things I wouldn't know to talk about, but God knows. It was a moment in your life that you needed where he encouraged you, he directed you, he, he gave you the hope that you needed, he gave you the, the good news that you needed. Remember the outline of the Gospel of John we talked about was in the beginning, in the crowds, in the upper room, in the darkness, and out of the tomb. In the beginning... John chapter 1, verses 1 to 18. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. We talked about the fact that there's no genealogy in John because you don't trace the genealogy of God. And Jesus is shown to be God throughout, throughout this good news of the Gospel of John. Jesus is God in your life. He's the God who can be a personal part of every day of your life. In the beginning, we recognize that God always had a plan to send Jesus into this world, that he wasn't making it up as he went along that it was all according to God's plan. That's the first few verses of the Gospel of John. And then in John chapter 1, verse 18 through 1250, you see the ministry of Jesus in the crowds. And in that ministry, we saw seven signs and seven I am's and even seven significant people that he ministered to. The signs were Jesus turning the water to wine, the, the healing of the nobleman's son, the, the healing of the man at Bethsaida, the feeding of the 5,000, the the walking on water, healing the blind man, raising of Lazarus. You remember some of the lessons in that? The raising of Lazarus, how God can resurrect things in your life, turning the water to wine, how Jesus did the miracle through people. He could have done it by himself, but he did it through people and he wants to work through our lives. The feeding of the 5,000, the same lesson there and how Jesus takes the little we give to him and he does incredible things through it. Those miracles that Jesus works are lessons in our lives truths that he wants to put into our lives. We looked at the seven I am's of Jesus as we walked through this portion of the Gospel of John. I am the bread of life, the light of the world, the gate, the good shepherd, the resurrection and the life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the true vine. All those I am's are about what Jesus wants to be in my life, in your life, on a daily basis. Is, is he my bread of life today? That's the question I have to ask. He is, the, is he the light that I'm turning to today? Is he the gate that I'm walking through today? Is he the good shepherd that I'm allowing to take care of me today? That's who Jesus is. 
That's who he wants to be in your life today. Are you allowing him to do that? Or are you holding him at arm's length at some point? Or are you, because you're allowing him to do that, experiencing some great joy in your life that could only because be there because of him? And as we look through this portion of the Gospel of John, we also saw people, people like John the Baptist that Jesus saw ministering and encouraged, people like Nicodemus. Jesus talked about new birth. The woman at the well, Jesus talked about living water. The official and his son, the man at Bethesda, the man who was born blind, Lazarus, all, all had to do with healing that Jesus did. And all of these stories of people's lives, I hope you saw and will continue to see yourself, how Jesus Christ wants to work in your life. The third major section of the Gospel of John is, I would have to admit, my favorite section, Jesus in the upper room, his private ministry, his words to the disciples in chapters 13 to 17, incredible words to his disciples, words about life and words about hope and words about God's spirit, words about what God wants to do in your life, how he wants to grow you and use you. I'd encourage you, if you don't remember much from John 13 to 17, as we finish this study together, go back and read that passage again. You could read it every day of your life and never fully plumb the depths of all the truth that's there. And then out of that high point, you go into the darkness. Chapters 18 to 19, Jesus' arrest. Jesus' death, Jesus' burial. And then immediately in John chapter 20 to 21, you go from being in the darkness to out of the tomb, Jesus' resurrection. And you and I saw together how John emphasized Jesus' personal appearances after the resurrection. To Mary Magdalene, he met with her and said, go tell my disciples. To Thomas, he met with him and said, touch my hands. Stop doubting and believe. To Simon Peter, he met with him and he said, feed my sheep, follow me. Those are the truths that we've walked through in the Gospel of John. And as John writes at the end, those are just the beginning of the truths. If all were to be written, we couldn't even take it all in. As we began this study with the Gospel of John, I don't expect you to remember this, but I prayed this back then, and you prayed it with me, that God would deepen our faith in five specific ways as we walk through this study together. I want to know as we end this study, how God maybe has already begun to answer those prayers, our prayers together. Remember, we prayed that the life and actions of Jesus, first of all, would make faith seem more possible. Has that happened in your life? How could that continue to happen in your life? That faith isn't something for someone else, but faith is possible in your life. The first step of faith, coming to know Jesus Christ. Maybe you haven't taken that step yet. You've waited somehow. You thought, I'm going to go through this entire study, and then I'm going to make my decision. Well, we're through the study now. It's time to make that decision. And Jesus Christ has shown himself to be who he really is, his love for you. Faith is possible because he's come to this earth to show us how. If you've come to the end of the study and you've not yet given your life to Jesus Christ by saying to him, I need you as the forgiver and the leader of my life. I need you as the one who shows me how to live my life, but also the one who forgives the wrong things I've done in my life. I'm not depending on myself to be a good person to get into heaven. I'm depending on you and what you did for me on the cross and what you did for me in your resurrection. I'm depending on you and my relationship with you, Jesus Christ. I depend on you in this moment. Come into my life. Thank you for showing me how to have faith. Stop doubting and believe. The first prayer we prayed was that faith would seem more possible. The second prayer we prayed together as we began this study was 
that each of us would feel like we'd sat down at times to have this personal conversation with the Lord about our life and our faith, that faith would seem more personal. And that's my continuing prayer, that that as we end this study and leave this study, that that is one of the things you'll take with you, this sense of a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And there's no chapter in John, I think, that more powerfully presents that than John 21, this personal sense of sitting with him beside a fire, sharing a breakfast, talking about things that are important in your life. Your relationship with Jesus Christ is a personal relationship with him. So talk to him. Tell him what's important to you. Tell him what's hurting you. Tell him what your dreams are. That faith would seem more personal. Jesus, these are the things that we ask for. Help us to see that faith is possible in our lives because of who you are. That we can begin a relationship with you through faith and we can live a relationship with you through faith. Help us to see that faith is personal. It's about relating to you, Jesus. Help us to see that faith is powerful. It means that it means that you can do things that no one else can do. Help us to look to you to do what only you can do. God, help us to see that faith is practical. That it means in a day-to-day way that we talk in different ways and do different things. Help us to see what to do today. And Lord, help us to remember that faith is also passionate. It is the passionate expression of our love for you. Thank you for what you've done in us, Jesus. Thank you for the truths of this incredible good news of the Gospel of John. Jesus, thank you that you came to this earth. Thank you that you taught us. Thank you that you lived for us. Thank you that you died for us on the cross. Thank you that you were resurrected again, and in your resurrected body you told us, peace be with you and live for me. So send I you. God, send us out to make a difference in this world for your sake. We pray it, Jesus, in your name. Amen. I want to thank you. Thank you for being a part of this study of the Gospel of John. And I want to say to you, don't stop now. I want to encourage you to pick one of the other books that we've done in this series of Drive Time Devotions, or stay with us for the next book. What I'm asking for is 10 minutes a day, a chapter a week, a book at a time, and we'll learn the Bible together. I want to leave you with Jesus's words from John 14, 15, and 16, some phrases from those chapters. Jesus said this, trust in God, trust also in me. I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Take care to live in me and let me live in you. For a branch can't produce fruit when severed from the vine, nor can you be fruitful apart from me. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. I've told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world.